week. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. nine thirty. Mm-hmm. This is late for me. Really? Oh Sarah, yeah. Fucking, trust me, she fucking. Anyways. Don't even get me started on yeah. when she passes out. Hello, welcome to Paranormal Chat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry that it's been, it's been a while. Um, Just blame it on COVID. I'm going to blame it on COVID, but really it's because I'm lazy. I'm sorry. <laughs> but any hoosers, we're here. It's uh, me. I'm Jen. Yeah, Jesse back over here. And uh, the damaged brother, Eric. Yay. <laughs> and Lola. She's on my lap. If you start hearing her whine, it's my dog. I believe it is barking all the time. Barking, whining, crying, whatever. Or sneezing. Yeah, that too. Ghost sneezes. Um, so we are here. Eric is actually going to be telling us some good stories because, like I said, I'm lazy. I haven't been able to do any research lately, but Eric did it. Um, so he's going to be telling us some good stories. But before we start, I'm sorry, I need to tell everybody about my ghost stuff here that's been happening because i swear to god it's ghost stuff um so as y'all may know probably not i have a a toddler he's like i think he's 18 months or 19 months i don't know but any hoosers um so he he says dada a lot you know and lately he's like i'll be standing with him and he'll be like looking over my shoulder like like <laughs> higher like he's looking oh, past Jen. me anything is higher than her just want to let you folks oh. know she's very short <laughs> whatever oh Jen but any hooser so he's looking past me and he's saying like dada and laughing and I'll like turn around I'm like Jesse's not there and <laughs> and so like he he's been doing this like a lot lately like he does it a lot over here in the living room where there's like this little window area and he's looking in the hallway and like he's saying dada and like laughing and then the other day he was we were over here in the kitchen and like he's pointing over here like and nobody's here and he's fucking laughing his ass <laughs> off and he's like dada <laughs> and I'm just like what the fuck like who are you talking to but um and then something happened last night that like freaked me out because like i said i fall asleep like really early like i get tired but in random places yeah mm-hmm. but wow. last night we were actually in the room and it was like 11 o'clock and um we have a restroom in our room and so i was already laying down and like i i swear to god i saw jesse <laughs> i literally saw her get in the bed and i go i'm gonna Use the restroom really quickly. But I, I didn't hear him. She didn't hear that. that. So I'm in there <laughs> and I'm washing my hands and I'm hearing her talking to somebody and I'm like, must be the dog. But then she's like, okay, all right, Jesse. And I was all like, I literally opened the door, peek over. And she's like, well, I'm going to bed. Love you. And I was all like, you know, I'm over here, right? And she was like, no, there's someone standing there. I was like, I was literally no, looking at you right now. We're not standing. Like, we have a chair next to the bed because. Like, he'll sit up and watch TV sometimes. Yeah, and I can't, like, I can't, like, sit in bed and watch TV. That's weird. Oh, no, yeah, I get you. I, I got you. I have, like, a chair or something. Well, anyways, I swear to God, I saw, like, his, the outline, and I thought it was him because it, it had broad shoulders. Like, I didn't see features. I just saw, like, a, a shadow because not, it not was dark. Not to harp situation, but even with her glasses, she's still technically blind so i can just imagine <laughs> without them i can see shapes without my glasses uh, how do you know those shapes are there i was like clearly <laughs> bitch don't so, even start <laughs> you know this this just this does actually rekindle a memory with caleb and mason i didn't know we were holding those two paranormal encounters but uh yeah I, i've had caleb and mason both do the same thing that that sal is doing in here no, not in oh, here. Okay. Uh, so Caleb did it once or a few times at the old house, right, on uh, how, Beverly uh, Ann. How old were they when this was happening? Uh, so that's a good question because Caleb was maybe about Sal's age. No, maybe a little bit older, maybe three, right? So we had just gotten done taking him a bath, or I had, and we walked back into his room. And if you remember, his room was in the front, right? Mm-hmm. And he has one of those toddler beds. Mm-hmm. And when we walked into the room, 
he pointed underneath the bed and he started saying, man, man, oh, man. No. Right. Yeah. Oh, no. But I, I, I don't know, you know, maybe it could have been a, a, a figure that was under the bed or something. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm the skeptic. If nobody knows, I'm the skeptic <laughs> in the family. I don't really believe in the paranormal, even though I find it interesting and I'm optimistic. But, um, yeah, he, w- he, he did that. He was pointing under the bed saying, man, 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 dada, man. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's no one there. I even looked under the bed and there's nothing there. <laughs> and again, like I said, I don't know if it was a figure that I didn't see, but I didn't see like a little, you know, action figure there or something. So, uh, yeah, yeah that, that's one from Caleb. The other one was at the new house, our, our house now currently. So I had just picked up Mason and, and Logan from the daycare and we were pulling up into the driveway and uh, so the way I pull up, I kind of turn to the right, right? Because I have my Mustang parked right there. So he gets a clear view of the upstairs window. And uh, as I'm pulling up, you know, I turn right to, to, to park and he gets his view of the window. And he asks me, he says, Dada, who's the man with the red eyes? Oh, hell no. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Shivering. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, and I'm driving, right? So I quickly look up because I, I, me, automatically, my mind is like, oh, shit, someone's in the house. Mm-hmm. Right. So I look up real quickly and there's no one there. But he's like, no, Dada, there's a man there with red eyes. And I'm like, dude, there's no one there. There's no one there. And I even get in the house just to do a precautionary. Yeah. And I look through the entire house and there's no one there. Oh, no. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's happened, and again, with the pointing into corners or just staring into corners and laughing, the both boys have done that before. Uh, so, yeah, it's funny that you say that, because that just made me remind or remember those, those uh, few times. In conclusion, we're not going back to your house. <laughs> He's never done that with me personally, like, I think... Or, well, my theory is that it's Jesse's dad, because Jesse hmm. and his dad look... Like exactly, exactly the same. <laughs> alike. Like, okay. there's a photo of them standing together. They look like, it's like the a mirror same image. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, um, I like I told. I don't know. I mean, he's pretty hilarious sometimes, but uh, I don't know. I I think the because he will say baby and he will point at objects, but he's pointing at like baby Yoda stuff that's littered all over the place. <laughs> yeah, like uh, we were literally getting out of H E B and he started like going baby but he was looking at the <laughs> like uh, chanting it yeah but he was looking at our, <laughs> at our bumper stick or our little decal that has a uh, baby on it says baby on board so you know yeah uh so aside from those right those mm-hmm. aren't recent those are are kind of past events but ever since i started doing the research mm-hmm. on this which is maybe about two two weeks ago and I, I wouldn't even say this is research this is just really looking into the lore of the south side here in san antonio and just getting a little more detail on these stories but anyways I can attribute the things that I've been noticing while I've been doing this and writing this script up and getting the details on some of these things. But uh, so you know where my room is, right? My room. It's the garage, right? So I have a lamp that sits in front of me, right? Or in front of uh, my my like my server and, and that computer that I do all the research in. And then behind me, I have my gaming computer, right? So one night I'm on my gaming computer and I'm playing and I'm playing. And the way the light is right so it's shining on my back against the wall mm-hmm. and i'm playing and i see a shadow shoot right across mm-hmm. uh because i can see it like right in front of my yeah. face right it's the light is against the wall and i see a shadow just shoot right across mm-hmm. so i turn around real quick because i again it freaked me out i was like what the fuck and i turn around and look and there's nothing i don't have anything sitting in front of my my the on my desk in front of that lamp so it couldn't have been like a paper fluttering or anything but yeah i found that strange Right. And now also, aside from that, while I've been doing this research, uh, I'll normally have like one headphone in my head while I'm, I'm writing the script or reading articles and stuff like that. And I'll start hearing stuff out of out of the ear that doesn't have something in it. And I can't pinpoint where it is. I can't say that it's in the room. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's safe to say that it's in my head, but it doesn't sound yeah well you no, get what no, i'm no. saying no no yeah because that uh that happens to me here at the, at the house uh whenever i do listen to music i'll put it like on the actual speaker or something because i'll try to do the one headphone thing mm-hmm. and i'll always hear hear feel like i'll be walking i've got the music playing but then i'll hear like and that's like, that's and exactly what i'm hearing from, like a very 
it sounds far away, but it sounds close. I don't yes. know if that makes sense. And I'm like, and that's what I'm trying to describe. Where like I can't say that it's in the room, but I don't know if it's in my head. And then it'll stop for a couple of seconds, yeah. and I'll start doing something, and then I'll get back into my song, and then I'll hear it like, and I'm like, I can almost make out the words, <laughs> but I can't. Yeah. And if I, the more I try to focus in on it, the more I guess inaudible it is but mm-hmm. the when I pay the least attention to it the more yeah I can understand that it. that's and that actually that's that's exactly what I'm but experiencing it's, it's only so, here and also <laughs> the other thing is, is is it's not like the uh the residual sound from the other the other headphone right because I have earbuds mm-hmm. so I only have one in and the other one is charging in its case somewhere yeah. else so it's not like it's hanging there and I'm just hearing the sound yeah. from that that headphone I, I don't know what it is, but I find it strange because, and the only other reason that I'm I'm saying this is because it doesn't seem like it pertains to the music as well. Yeah. Because it, I heard it say my name. Oh no. Yeah, and and Ooh. that's what what made me start thinking about like, okay, I'm starting to fucking hear things now Girl. while I'm doing this <laughs> stuff. I've never heard it say my name or anything audible, but uh, the speaker that we have that I would play it on. Um, it would start playing every track like at least I want to say two speeds slower. Hmm. Mm. Like it goes from Spotify and it plays it slow. So I was thinking maybe it's the connection from the Bluetooth. Okay. But I have it connected to the TV right now over there in the other room and it's placed perfectly like yeah, yeah. direct sound. So it's only literally like in the living room. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had that happen to me once when I was by myself. Yeah, and you, you told me why is it playing so slow? Yeah. Like I don't, I don't. It literally sounds like, <laughs> it, like it sounds like it's on a on a vinyl, like it's playing like extra slow. Uh-huh. But it's only in the living room. Cause huh. I, but in the other room, I have it on there, and I what was I watching like uh, I think uh, Lone Lone something in the the Cub Lone Wolf and Cub. Oh yeah. And I mean the audio was perfect. I was all like movies also by the way. But, it, I, I don't know what it is about in the living room whenever we connect or uh-huh. I'll do the aux cord with it it yeah. plays every single song like two so, speed slow so this is just w- what I was thinking because I've been contemplating this quite a bit right so I would honestly say that like in my house example, for example with, with the things that I'm experiencing uh, just from my understanding of the way the paranormal works uh, I guess it needs energy to draw on to mm-hmm. manifest itself and if you look at my house, that's where all the electronics are. Yeah, yeah. And that's where I'm all fucking lights hooked up to Alexa. Yeah. <laughs> but that's where like the, the that's where the central hub of like all the electronics are. Mm-hmm. So if it was gonna be manifesting itself, I guess it probably would be in, in my room with mm-hmm. you know, all the computers and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So yeah, that's what's been going on with me. It still doesn't make me a believer, but there, I know there was something that happened to me too, like not recently, maybe like a month ago, where I thought I had seen something in the hallway, like walk by. Yeah, she made me check like the whole house. I literally like <laughs> had a like obstacle, like gun range obstacle course the whole house. Oh like, well, like <laughs> checking corners and yeah. stuff, clearing corners. Oh, well, I'm also. Like, I'm all, somebody did a hole on us, do the egg on us. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've made Jesse do the egg on Lola. <laughs> That's ridiculous. No, I'm just like. <laughs> He's all, stop wasting eggs. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. I think, uh, okay, I think we should definitely get into your stories, though. All right. So, again, like I said, uh, I wouldn't necessarily call this, like, a full-on to the T's and dot the I's type research. Mm-hmm. This is really just kind of. It's diving like, deep into yeah, the lore like a, of the like south a side quick run through right yeah yeah and and i i, I do I, I after reading a lot of the things here in san antonio uh, i gotta say that i i hold a, a, a more more of an appreciation for the culture that comes out of certain areas and towns and stuff and how they uh build their culture around even their folklore and stuff like that because it's really rich and it's it's uh it's a beautiful thing so I'm hoping that even by retailing these tales, whoever is new listening to this will keep them alive, mm-hmm. right? So, that all right. And, that and, like, whoever's listening, if they have something mm-hmm. similar that's in their town, you know, they always just message mm-hmm. us, you know. It's always cool to find out if these things match up. Oh, yeah, and, and that was actually something that I didn't even like to add at the end of this, 
is that if if anybody who is listening has you know their own tales from their own towns if we get or if y'all get listeners Mm -hmm. uh, from across the country or even across the world you know uh email it to 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 this this uh email and i'll start looking it up i'll do a little bit of research and see what i can find yeah and let me share the email it's let's chat paranormal at gmail.com um yeah, I forgot to share that. <laughs> yeah, that's usually at the beginning of the intro, you know. I'm a bit rusty, stuff, guys. Yeah. <laughs> rusty. All right. All right. So, the first tale that I've decided to present to y'all today is called The Dancing Devil. Mm-hmm. And this is a, a local tale here in San Antonio, especially on the south side, right? So, let's begin. It said that on a Halloween night in 1975, the patrons of El Camaroncito nightclub of Old Highway 90 witnessed a strange man enter. No one knew who he was. He was very sharply dressed. And if there was one thing the people of the nightclub could all agree on, it's that he was a very handsome and an incredible dancer. He was such an amazing dancer, his moves almost seduced the women of the nightclub. Eyes locked as if in a trance while they danced with him. The night went on and the handsome young man had nearly danced with every woman in the club. So one young woman began dancing with him. It was only moments, momentarily before she glanced down at the handsome man's feet and thought she saw something strange. She stopped dancing for a moment to have a better look. And it was then that she realized that she did see something strange. The man's feet had transformed into the long toed feet of a chicken. She screamed in terror, yelling, your feet, your feet, of course, in Spanish, because this is a Mexican club, right? Mm -hmm. The club fell silent now as the attention was drawn to the handsome young man standing there still and silent. The patrons knew this was a sign of the devil and could possibly very well be in his presence. Suddenly, the chicken-footed man made a dash for the nearby men's restroom, the sounds of the clicks on the dance floor as he made his way there. The club doors followed, swinging the door open, only to find the bathroom empty. The only evidence of his presence was the strong odor of sulfur that lingered in the air. Right? So, there are different versions of this tale. And, uh, the other one has his feet transforming into the the hooves of a goat. Mm -hmm. Right? But, regardless, they're both signs of the devil, right, mm-hmm. and, and his presence, or that of, right. So, why why would you imagine he was there? Well, I think that's like a better in depth uh, version than I guess. They gave me a quick run through of it. Uh, I guess the San Antonio version, because mm-hmm. the one for the radio that I'm from uh, mm-hmm. is like it has the same aspect, but there's just a lot of differences to it. Okay, okay. So, this is not, uh, well, it's Laredo, so it's gonna be Spanish-speaking all the time, and it's a nightclub, it's not like any kind of, like, Norteño-esque kind of thing. Okay. And, uh, it's a young, handsome man that walks in. Right. And, uh, right away, you know, all the all the women, because it's Laredo, it's a small town, so everybody knows everybody. Right, right. And nobody knew this guy, but, you know, he was really cute, apparently, and he was... <laughs> pissing every guy off because all the girls were like immediately going over there to try to dance with them and he had money so he was buying rounds that's a it doesn't matter how mad how mad you can get at a guy if he's buying you rounds you know you pretty much let him do what he wants uh so that was going on you know and uh finally one of the guys told him like kind of like to test his manhood tell him okay you know what Go on the mechanical bull, you know. See I think it, I've heard this story. See how see how uh, how uh, how long you can last. And they put him on the bull, and the guy's bucking it. He, I mean, the girls are loving it. It's <laughs> okay. a handsome young man, and he's not. He's showing off. He's right, like, right, okay. And uh, yeah, and they're like, whoa, this guy, like you know, this guy got you know he's got hip action moves. Wow. Okay. He's and, a vaquero. Yeah. So the guy literally gets pissed off. Okay. And he goes, turn that bitch all the way up. See if he can handle that. 
Okay. So they they do it, and sure enough, you know the guy's holding on, but you know it looks weird because he's holding on to it, which he shouldn't. He should be falling at some at this point. Yeah, losing control. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So at this point, both of his boots fly off. Oh shit! And as they fly off, and the man's still with perfect control on the bull, everybody looks down at his feet, and there is one. Literally goat foot and one chicken foot on okay. each side, and everybody kind of starts to freak out, and the dude legitimately starts laughing, and the whole club kind of echoes. It rings out through. Okay. So everybody kind of starts to panic out, and they say pretty much like the fog machines just start going off on their own. Okay. Because they have, like, the misters and the fog machines. Like, it, it's like a nightclub, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. So they go off. Uh, they end up calling the cops. The cops show up. Nothing. Can't find the dude. Don't know who the dude is. Nobody can really... Everybody all of a sudden starts giving different descriptions of how the guy looked. Right. Some say he had his hair slicked back and it was dark. Some say he was blonde with blue eyes. Everybody has a very different take on how he looks. He was wearing a white suit. Huh. He was wearing jeans yes. and a jacket. Uh, some say he had a, a, a nice gold chain. Some saying it was silver. But the only thing that <coughs> you could physically prove that something had happened was the money that he was spending. Oh, okay. The, all the currency that he had given these girls in tips, uh, buying shots, yeah. paying the DJ to play the songs that he wanted to, mm-hmm. gone. Gone. No, no money was there. I think the guy said he had reported like close to like a thousand dollar loss. Oh shit! So okay. you know that that that's the only way that they could physically say yeah that dude was there, and it wasn't like proven is I guess through the till, unless you know it was the sneaky manager going like yeah the guy took a thousand dollars. You know what I mean, <laughs> fucking devil. <laughs> but you know a lot of the girls say yeah you know he tipped me and they would be like well I don't have my tip money anymore. Wow. So, okay. And like I said at the beginning of this, you know, there are different tales because even like I have uh, a similar recounting of this this tale at a, another club called El Ranchito Nightclub on Marbach Road mm-hmm. where they tell the same uh, event happening there. But uh, the original building that this is claimed to have been taking place in, it, it's still standing and it's still there, but it's not open. Right. Uh, And throughout the years, this building had been handed off to multiple people and becoming different establishments. Right. But uh, a lot of these witnesses and visitors and employees that would go there would claim to be touched on the back. Right. Like pat on the back. Like if someone was trying to get their attention and turn around only to be alone Mm -hmm. and no one there. Uh, Others have claimed to smell sulfur within the air. And not have any like rhyme or reason of where it came from and why it was coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, well, do you do, do you think he's still the, out there? Oh, it, I'm totally for the Marbach is full of sin. <laughs> <laughs> and not just because of the haircuts. Yeah, the, those haircuts are a sin. <laughs> Jesus but Christ. So, what, could you could you imagine or could you? Could you play with the idea that he's still out there? Oh, for sure. Visiting the San Antonio bar and club scene. Well, I just think it's it's different because, like I said, I I heard that and then it, it, ha- it was a big thing when it happened in Laredo. So everybody was talking about it. Not a lot of people were going to bars or clubs. And then there was some guys that were like, yeah, I hope I run into the motherfucker. You know, like, <laughs> and, like going out and like being the most with it. And uh, that's when... Strangely, like, my grandma was the one that was all like, oh, yeah, that happened, you know, in my freaking right. uh, town in Jalisco certain amount of times. And it wasn't at a it wasn't at a bar. It wasn't at a club. It was like at this uh, Palenque. It was like a like a bull festival. Oh, OK. And okay. the same thing. The dude was uh, riding a, a bull trying to, you know, he was new in town, trying to prove to the guys. And in one of the, the bull rides, he uh, his feet showed and it was the same thing. But this time he took off with the bull and oh, shit. just they he never, rode off into the yeah. bull. Wow. Okay. And they just never saw him again. Like a Disney princess. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. And uh, there was this one part of the town where they have like this uh, running 
like this nice stream of running water and uh every so often like people will say that they see that bull just oh out there. that's cool and she's just like yeah that's why you're not supposed to go uh there at certain times or whatever so so know. yeah and and that's one of the reasons why i like this story also is because again like i said this happened in 75 right and and as i mentioned at the beginning of this when we were discussing this my wife has even said that she has an uncle that claims to have been there that that night and said that he witnessed this as well so i can't simply dismiss it as just folklore i mean did it really happen mm-hmm. but on on the other side like again me being uh more of the uh logical thinking type of person I could see in 75 as conservative as families were back then with, you know, uh, dating openly, right? Mm -hmm. Like just dancing with random men and stuff, you know, I guess it was kind of frowned upon, right? So is it the cautionary tale? Exactly. So, yeah, I don't know, but it's an interesting one and I I love it. Yeah, I, I could totally see a grandma telling their granddaughter, like, Nah, don't go. Yeah. Devil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Look at their feet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was always used as in, like, don't taunt or gawk people. Like, it was a meaning, like, a just, you know, just watch yourself. Don't take yourself too lightly oh. when you see other people. That's how it was yeah, that, yeah, that's in a, our that's part a different of town. perspective. Yeah, I like that. Because... Uh-huh. You know. It's hard to, like, hear these, and I think of the devil from Pick Up Destiny as the devil. <laughs> And that's Dave Grohl, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's Dave Grohl. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I always they make these stories because of mayonnaise me. on his butt. <laughs> I always find that fascinating how everybody has like distinct ways that they think of like the devil whenever you're talking about it. And for me, uh, it's uh, Mexican movies like the old Luchador. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, yeah Santa Claus versus the Devil movies. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, yeah, these are live action movies, and it's like yeah. Santa Claus versus the Devil and. It's like it's it's a holiday movie, so okay. Clearly. Santa Claus is out <laughs> delivering <laughs> gifts. The devil's like, hell no, that's not gonna happen. This so is he not your holiday. So he he tries to foil Santa, and who does Santa recruit to kick the devil's ass? Mm. Luchadors. Oh, okay. Awesome. No, actually, that's pretty legit. That sounds like a hell of Guardian a fucking angel movie. Angel luchadors. No, no, they're they're, they're like. They're Santa's helpers. Yeah, no, they're like legit luchadors, and like they go up to them and like one. Was of them it like, like Mil Mascara or something? Yeah, uh, no, it's uh, Tiniebl- <laughs> Santo. It does one of them. Tinieblas is another one that's in there. Oh, wow, and, like, that's cool. Yeah, like it, it, it's like a legit, like a cinema, like it used to be like a, a Christmas tradition where you watch. <laughs> they play it. We've been having the wrong tradition. <laughs> yeah, well, what sucks is that ever since I moved here, I remember I was always like, man, where are the Spanish uh, stations? And they y'all only have like two or three. Over there we had like at least twelve, and I, like all of them would be playing like something. They'd be playing like Sailor Moon Spanish, Wamna, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all these luchador movies. Like, I'm just like, dang. I was like, I didn't realize how much you lose out. You know, when you the the more you move into, I guess, away from a border town. Yeah. But uh, back to the story. Yeah, like I said, it's it, it's that was the precautionary thing. Like whenever you go out. You know, just mind strangers. That was that was what we were always for. Like, cause it's a small town. We already know each other. Who's this new guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and, how it and was. yeah, and and that's that's kind of also what I drew upon on this story was that. I, I mean, I don't know if y'all are aware. Uh, maybe not Jesse because he didn't kind of grow up here, but. Uh, yeah, old Highway ninety didn't have all that stuff that's there now. I mean, it was as far as my understanding is, was mainly, like, crop fields and stuff like that. And really? Yeah, there, there were uh, bars and cantinas that were there, uh, and there were local, you know, watering holes, so... I want to take this time to stop it so that we can edit this beer. Piss no, out. The, yeah. the beer's fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, we have nothing to get So, beer. before we wrap this one up, I, I want to ask, maybe it's a personal question, maybe it's not. Right, mm-hmm. but y'all y'all are outgoing people, right? Have y'all ever met somebody like this where you couldn't explain? Strange, weird, different. Mm. Not here in Texas. Okay. Cause I can't. I I I thought 
I tried, I picked my brain so hard to see if I could ever remember somebody that was just strange that I had just met, almost like as if fate had brought me to them and they just didn't seem right, but I couldn't think of one. It wasn't so much as fate as in like I was willingly looking for something. Okay. Okay. And, uh, it was, I was actually, I would frequent New Orleans a lot and, uh, I was trying to get somebody to take me to this uh, festival that they hold every so often in uh, Lake Pontchartrain. Okay. That's uh, lined by Priestess, Priestess Miriam. I don't know if she's still around. For people that might be from Enola, uh, that know this, you know, feel free to chime in with comments or emails about it. But I was very enthusiastic about it, and... Uh, there was this one esoterical lady that uh, actually said, hey, for you want the shit scared out of you? And I said, yeah, sure, you know, I'll, I'll take it. Well, what you got? <laughs> um, so <coughs> she's like, 20 bucks. I'll tell you what uh, gravestone to go, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, the certain amount of the night to go uh, stand there and, you know, you're, you'll walk out of there, you know, wishing you didn't go there. Said, okay, sounds cool to me. Give this lady 20 bucks. Lady walks away. I have the information. I'm walking away, walking away. I go into this bar. This one dude comes up to me, and he's just staring at me from across the bar. Just staring at me, just goddamn looking at me. And I'm thinking, like, you know, I'm a little bit young. I'm like, I was like, this dude's going to try to kidnap me or something. You know, because he looks looks creepy. He looks old. Uh, There's a lot of, like, gutter punks at that time that I was there. So I was like, oh, great. Like crust um, punks? Uh, no, they're we, they're way different in NOLA. Like, they are they look like... I don't know how to explain it. It's just like a punk look. They look really dirty, but they look kind of like Civil War-esque. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, like... And they're, like, all... Like, they have the dreadlocks. They have, okay. like, you know, they have all the, the little, you know, things that make them look like that, I guess. So you could describe them. So, anyways, he's, he's there. And, uh... He tells me, hey, don't go to that place. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, it's a scam. And I go, what do you mean it's a scam? He's like, yeah, he's all like, she's literally lining you up to get robbed. Oh, shit. And I go, what do you mean? She goes, anybody who's anybody that's in New Orleans knows that tourists are going to go to the graveyard to try to see spooky things. So a lot of the, the boys from the wards wait there. Right. And they'll see you if you're walking on the fancy camera or they know you got money and you're a tourist. They'll mug you. Yeah. It's a common thing. It happens all the time. He, goes, he even tells me, he's like, I've done it a couple of times. Oh, shit. Okay. He goes, but he's all, you legitimately, because I was asking some legitimate questions, you know, about like the supernatural and whatnot. And the guy's like, you know, I heard it. They sounded not stupid. He's like, so. Yeah, I'll scare you. And I go, okay, so how's it gonna go? He's like, we well, just wait for my friends, whatever. So we're waiting, we're drinking. He's telling me about where he's from, where he's coming from. Kind of like a real transient vibe that I'm getting from. So I'm kind of 50-50 about it now. Uh, his friends meet up. Finally, they end up taking me on the Slidell or uh, Slidell. I don't know how to pronounce it. Okay. It's like this long strip of road and it's got a uh, swamp on both sides. Okay. Just dark. Dark as hell. Sounds Cap a couple safe. of bridges. <laughs> Sounds safe to be with a stranger. <laughs> yeah. And about 15 minutes into it, I'm already like, fuck, man. Like, this is not... At the time, I think I had a pocket pocket cell phone. Okay. And I think it didn't have reception in that part of Louisiana. <laughs> so I kept pretending like I was texting. Just to keep the facade of my phone working. Good move, yeah. And... Uh, you know, we end up at this little bar or whatever, and they take me to this back, and it's like a like an outhouse shed type of deal. And uh, the dude says, hey, I'm here. I need you to show him the zombie. And I'm, like, thinking, like, oh, okay, some dude in, like, some cheap Halloween fucking mask is going to come out and scare the shit out of me. So the dude literally is like, okay. He's like, is he, like, he's uh, he's literally telling him, he's like, is, is he going to run? Like, I'm not there, right? Like, it's like a, like a, the guy's pretending like I'm not there. 
And the dude's like, no, nah, no, nah, this is my friend Jesse. He's tough as shit. He's like, he's not going to go anywhere. He wants to see this. He wants to see this. Show it to him. Show it to him. And they're like, everybody's super fucking excited. Super fucking excited. <laughs> and they're all <laughs> pumped. Names. Yeah, like, it's like literally four people. It's two guys and two girls. And uh, two of them are high as shit. And they're excited. Like, literally jump in. I'm freaking out. We're heading close to the water. I'm already like, but I'm trying to buck up and, like, not look. And this dude has, like, whatever you would put a massive amount of pit bulls stake to the ground, that's what he had on there, to these big chains. And he starts pulling the chains from the water in, and this big plywood box comes out of there. And you can hear it, like, dragging, and the dudes are helping him, and he's like, come on, come on, come on. So he brings it up, unlocks it, and, like, there's literally like a dude uh i guess the little strappy thing is that you would use to strap down on the truck are just there and it's moving it's literally moving it's not fighting but it's kind of like moving and it's like some weird burlap sackish kind of thing covering the whole what looks like a body it doesn't have a smell but you can hear like the squishiness of it in there where like it's like been sitting there and the water fully hasn't gotten out of the box. Okay. So the dude's like, take the bag off, take the bag off. And he's like, I'm not going to take the whole fucking bag off. And he's off 50 bucks to take the bag off. Oh, shit. And I was like, I don't have 50 bucks. And he's like, just take the bag off for me. And this is that. He's like, no, no, no. He's like. He's like, whenever you bring people, you know, I want them, I want to make money out of this, you know, blah, 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 this, this, and that. So, he doesn't take the bag out. I, I start kind of freaking out already because it started off kind of twitching, moving, but now it's kind of getting like a weird shimmy thing going on. And they're arguing about it. The two other people that are high are literally hovering over it, just looking at it. Like, this is the beginning of a zombie movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, fuck this. And I literally walked away, and the dude, I guess, really had a liking towards me, because he was like, no, no, wait, like, where are you going? Like, and he comes up after me. The other dude starts fucking putting the locks back on, and he's getting all pissed off. And he's like, one of you motherfuckers better help me, you know, push this back in, and da da yeah. And I'm just like, I've had enough of it. I go back into the bar. And the dudes are like, you know, like, I thought, it's, you know, what you wanted to see. And I was like, yeah, man. I was like, just, you know, it's kind of weird. And he's like, oh, he's like, what? he's like, you want to see this during the day? He's like, it's better at night. And I was like, nah, I'm, I'm fucking smoking two cigarettes in already. And they end up taking me back. And once we get back into the city, I'm talking to them. And they start acting like it's like it was fate. They start telling me, like, come on, man. You really think that's a zombie in there? Huh. And I was all like, well, I mean, like, how does it look like? And they're like, nothing. It's nothing. It's just like a bag full of rats, they tell me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that was the end of that. That was like a uh, bag of rats. We ended up getting super drunk. And then that was it. I never saw him again. I saw him a couple of times but he, because he would bartend in that okay. strip. But we never, every time I would bring it up, he would just say, you know, it was, it was a, a goof, a hoax. Huh. Interesting. So that that was me. That was like the my only one time experience. I can honestly say that I went out looking for something in a different city, and then they took me to it, and then that was it. So, okay. Okay. I mean, me personally, that was it. I didn't know what to take, think of it. I don't want to take back from it. I'll remember it every once in a while. Like especially like if I go like to a lake or something or like a body of water. <laughs> Is it Jason Voorhees? Just it's the bottom like of the that. lake? <laughs> well, that, it wasn't even, like, that far in. Because when he was pulling huh. it, like, it was, like, literally, like, it took him, like, about 15 minutes to pull it in. Oh, shit. Yeah, so it wasn't that deep. And it wasn't, like, covered with sediment. It was just heavy as shit. Like, you could hear it hitting the, the freaking mud. Yeah, you took should have, like, paid him 50 bucks. Like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody was... I was super young. I think I weighed yeah. maybe, like, a buck 50. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think you could have you could have wheeled and dealed. Like, I paid 20 bucks for a sack? Come on, man. I was like, uh... 20 bucks for a sack. I could go, go to Walmart and look at a sack. <laughs> I was literally, like, going, like, you know what? This is 
this is all the this is all the ingredients <laughs> of something. I'm gonna end up the zombie and the thing once, <laughs> once this thing gets away and like somebody smashes it in the head and kills it. Like they're gonna try to you know. I was just thinking like a million things were going through my head. So I will say this though, it's a good segue to the next story. Okay. Right. So the next story again is uh, another local tale, mm-hmm. right from the south side. Because we're Southside at heart. Mm -hmm. God, do you really got to say that? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, this one may be familiar to a lot of people here in San Antonio because it's, I think it's one of the prevailing uh, tales here in San Antonio. It's the Donkey Lady Bridge, Mm -hmm. right? So let's begin with this one. This is the Donkey Lady Bridge, right? Yes, okay. this is the Donkey Lady and the Donkey Lady Bridge, right? There's two different there's two different mm. things? <laughs> no. Or is so, it just two different, like the same story, just two different ways that you're going to tell it? No, 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 no. So, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it in the story, oh, yeah, I'm just right? speaking from like a non-San Antonio No, yeah, I get it. Way. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I absolutely get it. And and again, like I said, this is something that I would like to keep going, right, is, is our heritage, our, our local folklore and stuff like that. And that's good. It's a good question, right? So, let me start with this one. So, this is not a long tale, but one that has been the long-lasting one in our community here in San Antonio. It's said that in the 1950s, a young woman and her two children were caught in a horrible house fire. Many theories argue who started the fire, but it's widely accepted that the husband and his father set the fire. As the blaze roared, as the, yeah, the blaze roared it's claimed that the young woman's screams were ear-piercing starting off as what could be recognized as human and slowly changing to what could only be described as animal-like. After the fire was out, it was discovered that the woman was the sole survivor, losing her two children in the flames. The woman was left unrecognizably and grossly disfigured. Her fingers and toes had been fused together and burnt down to charred blackened stubs. The skin of her face scarred and melted, and after the healing of her face, the skin drooped and sagged, which gave the characteristics and the lead for the the uh, local people to give her the moniker of the donkey lady. Driven mad by the relentless harassment and abuse, the disfigured woman was forced to retreat to the surrounding woods where it's said that she lurks and stalks anyone who dares brave into her domain, ready to pounce and rip them to shreds. Right? So... Now, the, br- the bridge is still there, mm-hmm. right? So you can go visit it whenever you want. And I think that's, to answer your question, Jesse, is that originally it's really the area that she, uh, that she... And the bridge is... Near Toyota. Well, so but it's the, off Applewhite. But what is, the, Apple, what Apple is the significance of the bridge to the story? Is that where it's uh, like she I, I think it's... Well, yes, so it is where she hides, right? It said that she, she lurks underneath the bridge, I guess kind of like a troll. <laughs> okay. But, um, yeah, it's not even really uh, focused just at the bridge. I think that's just easily accessible for anybody who wants to go and uh, try to witness something happening, right? Because it, it, if you've been there, it's, it's woods, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's woods all around. Uh, and you're supposed to go there you're supposed to park and shut your car off and you're supposed to call her name out three times mm. and like, is that like a name or are you just saying donkey lady donkey lady okay I couldn't find a name for her which is strange right but that also gives me yeah, like, that gives more thing to the folklore yeah exactly uh, because also on the the other side to that on the other hand to that is that they've never been able to disprove it Right, they've never been able to find a, a body or anything to say that no, there's nothing out there. And right? is this supposed to have some kind of like timestamp on it, or is it just like a it happened? No, so this did happen in the 1950s. 1950s. Okay. Yes. Right. So, uh, witnesses have claimed to visit the bridge and venture out into the woods, searching for evidence of her existence, only to discover when they've returned to their car. There were claw marks in, on the hood, smashed windshields, and blood smears all over the car. Mm. Right? Uh, some have even said to have witnessed a uh, firsthand claiming that they've had a humanoid figure jump on their car oh, no. and begin to smash on their windshield and then jump off when she's unsuccessful with getting into the car 
uh, and mm. running off into the woods. Imagine being high as shit. <laughs> <laughs> which which most most of the accounts probably are because I, I'm not even gonna deny that I've I've been there a few times drunk and high, mm-hmm. right? Um, other people have claimed to have uh, heard wails and screams coming from deep within the woods. A medium has actually visited the area. Really? Yes, a medium has visited the area and have said that she felt a strong sense of dread and violence and have warned people to go visiting after dark, saying that they shouldn't go, right? Yeah. Uh, there. yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, I've gone plenty of times, like, plenty of times, and I think I've even recounted a tale that uh, I couldn't explain, right? Mm-hmm. Which was the the animal hanging from the center of the bridge, oh, right? I didn't know that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, so you. if you have you ever been there? Yeah. Right. So you know how the bridge goes, yeah. and then on the bottom it's kind of like a steep drop, yeah. and then small, just not even what I would even call an embankment, right? Mm-hmm. Like a where somebody could stand or a couple yeah. of people. So at the very center of the bridge, and this is a wide bridge. It's not like somebody could hold somebody over yeah. it and then they could hook it, right? At the center of the bridge, there's a rope and what looked like a dead raccoon just hanging at the center of the bridge. And this stream is kind of deep, mm-hmm. right? So it's not like somebody could have just gotten an 18-foot ladder and yeah. gone up there and hammered it up there. Fucking OSHA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we, we witnessed that and we, we didn't know how to describe it or how to explain it. We were like, huh, that's weird, right? Like, strange. How the fuck did that animal get up there? Yeah. Even going into the area... Uh, we saw, and, and this is where I, I kind of just kind of brushed it off, right? It, it wasn't something that I could say was paranormal or if she did exist was done by the donkey lady, but they had the crosses from like Blair Witch hanging oh, from the trees yeah. and that I was like, you know, somebody probably did that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's too closely associated with like a, a franchise or a yeah, you know, movie was, where I was just like, no, that's fake. Yeah. I don't believe that. It had to be around the time. It was probably... You know, at na- maximum popularity, or uh-huh. still I, fresh within, I feel like or still fresh within the. No, you might be right. No, 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 he might be right because I think when I visited, I was in high school, and I think that's when Blair Witch wasn't was. on theaters. If once it hits syndicated cable, oh yeah, it gets. Well, I mean, once it has that popularity, yeah. that, that pop culture, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, aspect backing, yeah. yeah. Behind it, I, I think anybody would be like, "Oh yeah, this would be creepy if someone saw this." Mm-hmm. So that you know, I don't, I don't account for. But I will say that when the the few times that we did visit, every time we did visit, and I'm not gonna say this is this is proof of her existence, but I will say that I couldn't explain it. Mm-hmm. But there were strange sounds coming from the woods, strange sounds of animals and screaming and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, like I said, I would go with friends, mm-hmm. and they all heard the same things. Uh, we've never had anything physically happen to us, but we heard these things. We, we saw these things. It looked like there was a creature walking out there in the shadows. Uh, we heard steps out there and we heard moans and yells and what sounded like an animal. But what also goes along with this tale is that it said that a lot of people don't know if she is a apparition or if she is a physical creature. Because, again, like I said, the medium went there and and said that she felt these things. Mm -hmm. And other accounts have said that they felt strong psychic paranormal activity there. So they don't don't know where the line is drawn or whether she is physical or if she is uh, an apparition. Entity. Well, I mean, technically, if if she was physical and she passed away, you know, probably... You know, still roams around. So oh, that's a good question. Be, yeah, maybe she was actually real, and then she she died, and now she just, still haunts the area. Just the fact that so many people still remember her and go and try Torment to stir her. her up, you know, it's probably something she's doomed to relive over and over again and not too happy about. Yeah. So this is one thing that I didn't find in my research that I was really trying to, to kind of uncover was the motives, mm-hmm. right? Why is she is she there? Why did she do that? Is it vengeance, like against the people that did her wrong and uh, you know harassed her and stuff like that, mm-hmm. or is it seeking vengeance on what was done to her by her husband and and father in law, mm-hmm. right? But I couldn't find any because there's no like clear indicator. She only attacks men or something yeah. like that. But there's one thing that that is said is regardless of the the level of encounter. People say that they, when they go there, there is something out there. Do you think she's still out there? I, 
I it's hard to say because I've been out there once at night and then I've been out there once during the day and it's it's hard to think that she would because I don't know when the last time you've driven down there but the Toyota plant is literally like miles away mm -hmm. and now there's like traffic going through there daily at all hours of the fucking day and day it's and funny night. it's funny you say that because I have accounts of people saying that they've seen strange oh, things oh really yes oh my god recently really? saying that they've seen strange things felt strange things heard strange things from plant workers from the toyota plant mm -hmm. even from the uh neighboring uh subdivisions that are being built yeah, around there because fucking building yeah. subdivisions it's, it's gentrifying yeah. right? <laughs> you know yeah, it used to be fucking just fields yeah. and just empty <laughs> empty property uh-huh so, what are your thoughts? Um, I feel that she's she's feeling the effects of gentrification, <laughs> and mm, it's gonna stop. I don't know. I've, I've had a lot of people, I guess, take me to said bridge. I can't remember the location because it, it wasn't very memorable to me. It's just like take me to a bridge and try to like freak well, it, me out. Well, it's closed off now. Like, well, I mean, well it's still the, there. Like, oh, yeah, but like you can't drive through it now. I'm talking about well, like, you still here. can actually. Hmm. Yeah, you still like, can. When I moved here, they took me to, like, every single haunted spot that that's, like, in San Antonio. And I think, I, I can honestly say that the, the only spot where, like, I honestly was all, like, okay, that was weird. But then later on, I kind of was able to rationalize it, was uh, the boys' uh, academy slash asylum oh okay yeah that's nearby yeah yeah uh they took me there uh is it just normal teenagers we were gonna scope it out get a bunch of girls <laughs> to go at night scare the shit out of them and you know just normal kid stuff you know scaring girls normal yeah. oh, hey no 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 because to jesse's defense that was the donkey lady bridge for me i mean i would take girls to the donkey I mean, lady there bridge was, you guys are both Troubled, <coughs> troubled youths. I just want to tell you that when you tell a group of girls that you're gonna take them somewhere scary, two of them say yes, and they have that one or two friends that tell them <laughs> say no, and it's just that's how it goes. That's me. I'm on beach. We all, all, we all end up going, but whatever. So we we're supposed to scope it out as the guys, so that we wouldn't be freaked out by what <laughs> what's <laughs> there at night. So we're doing like a little outlay. We hit the first house, the like the little. I guess it's like a, it's a small little building. Right. And right. there's a couple. There's a couple couches in there. Everything's torn up. TV. Then we're walking. We reach reach the main building. It's shut off. You can't get in there. A couple windows are broken, but you gotta kind of jump, and it's like a basement. And I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm not getting tetanus for this. We're skipping <laughs> this building. We're skipping this building. If you can't get in properly, I'm not gonna start at the basement and work my way up to this motherfucker right right cause right. what if that door is locked and we just jumped down into the basement window <laughs> that's open and y'all are locked yeah. in there <laughs> yeah 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 so I was like no and I told him I was like it, first off if we're down there you're gonna push me up and I'm getting out first because I know your ass is gonna leave me behind <laughs> and this guy's okay. like no 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 and I already knew him we were friends for a while so I knew, <coughs> I knew who I was going with exactly so uh we go to this like little workshop and like there's outlines of the the saws and you know all the tools it's a workshop okay it's open space though like a couple of the walls have been taken out some of the uh, ceiling panels so you can see up then we reach the backpack building and it's got like this almost trailer laundry ramp but it goes into the basement part of it and those doors are wide open mm -hmm. and i want to say it's like a good minute minute and a half walk from the point of it to actually reach in the doors and we're going we're going we can see lights hitting through the whole area and as i put my actual feet through the door well before that the other house we were able to get into the first two floors there's a bunch of like broken tile broken glass a couple of steel doors still there a bunch of paperwork all over the place uh, graffiti whatever all over and every time we'd be walking, you could hear the <laughs> of like where you step on everything. Yeah. And then we would stop, and you could hear like the kind of like a, a delay of it. 
Huh. So we walked backwards and it wouldn't happen. But when we'd start kind of exploring or whatever, we'd both hear it and we kind of give each other that side eye, like, okay. And I would tell him, I was like, do hobos usually sleep here? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is <laughs> oh, this yeah. like a thing? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So anyways, we go to that area and I'm, he's behind me, like always. And I'm <laughs> the first one that like actually put my feet through the threshold. And like, there's like these ha- hampers and I guess it was like a laundry facility and it's really fucked up in there and I'm like okay well we're gonna start to get the, I literally point to this side and I go we're gonna start going this way and we just hear wham fucking door slam shut and I kind of stop and I'm like yo Justin did you hear that and I turn around this dude's running <laughs> <laughs> this guy's already all the way off. I was like oh shit I was like never mind then so I start going up the thing, and I'm like, hey. And he's like, fuck that. He's like, did you hear that? And I was like, yeah. I was like, I didn't hear you, though. So <laughs> we, uh, we end up uh, leaving, whatever. And funny enough story, he gets the girls, whatever, convinced. You'll like, still go back? No, well, he, he's like, yeah. He's like, okay, we're doing this, whatever. It's like 2, 3 in the morning. And I'm like, nah. I don't want to go. <laughs> and he's like, did you get scared? And I was like, first off, <laughs> I'm not the one that ran. <laughs> I was like, I just, I got a funny feeling about this. I'm not doing it. And sure enough, you know, I had a good gut instinct because uh, they went and they ended up getting, you know, cops showing up. And oh, yeah. Because apparently it was frequently, I guess, a thing that teenagers do. Yeah, the, I had, I had friends... Guy friends that would uh, try to take me there and be like, yeah, you're stupid. I'm not going. Well, I mean, I went there plenty of times, right? When I used to ride, uh, we used to be able to hide our bikes on the side because there's there's a house right in front, and that guy is very protective of that fucking mm-hmm. property. So we used to hide our bikes on the side, uh, me and my friends. But uh, when, we would, we, when we went in high school, we... The story goes, and this is a, a happy extra, right? So there is a, uh, a uh, oh my God, what is it called? A juvenile center, an ex-juvenile center that is now closed down uh, out near where Donkey Lady Bridge is. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we had already heard the tale and we already had a mission, right? We knew where we wanted to go because we heard the folklore behind it or, or whatever the story was. And it's supposed to be building number three and it's the furthest building in the back. Now, I didn't enter it from the way Jesse was saying where there's this kind of like laundry ramp where you can go in through the back. We just went in through the front, right? Mm-hmm. And this is probably because this was maybe earlier, right? And uh, the popularity of the, the place hadn't hadn't gone up that, that high yet, right? So where you need to take these precautions and close it off because I don't even think that the the barbed wire fence had been upgraded to what it is now, right? Like it's literally a fence around the... the the property. There was a fence, but there was like a hole in it already. Right. And you yeah. You can tell that there was other holes where they literally just covered up, and so yeah. we just went. And, and, and that's and one. that's how we got in. Was that there was just a hole in the fence, and we would just walk the bikes through the, the fence and and lean them up against the the far tree that was over to the right, right. And uh, so the story goes that in the back, now after discovering that it was a juvenile center that was closed down instead of a uh, like a sane asylum, which it's. It's evolved into after all these years, yeah, right? It's, it's uh, it, it could possibly have been still like some type of uh, solitary confinement oh, room. But the story goes is that there is a single room in that basement in building number three that you go down into. And you're supposed to go up to this room. And uh, you know the slide mm-hmm. on the door where you can look in and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. This door is supposed to be locked, and what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to slide open that slide, and you're supposed to listen. And supposedly, you could still hear somebody breathing inside the room. Now, I can't, I can't attest to say that I've heard this, because I've done it, and I didn't hear anything. But my friends have said that they did hear something. And I don't know if that's their imagination just running away with them. Or them 
hearing their own breathing against the Or door. hearing their own breathing, correct. I didn't hear nothing, but I'm not going to say that they didn't because I, I'm not them, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is a very, very cool experience. Uh, it is from a different time. Like Jesse said, there's stuff that is still there that looks like it, it was just left there. Like everybody just up and left. I mean, there's still not mattresses, but there's still like the frames of beds and wheelchairs around there. Uh, yeah, you did have to watch out for fucking needles because who they, there was hobos that would squat there and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yes, a, a great experience, something that I would never take away from my childhood because I loved it. It was it was so great. I guess I love a, those things. I was an old lady already back then. I'm like, no, <laughs> you get hurt, <laughs> you get arrested. I've always been the mom of the group, I guess. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I mean, I hope y'all enjoyed my tales, yeah, our, our folklore, did. because, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed looking them up. I, I enjoyed finding out about our town. I mean, we, we actually have a rich history, as do a lot of people throughout the country. Uh, so, again, I mean, if y'all have some type of folklore that y'all would like to to be told on this show... You know, go ahead and send it to the to the email that my sister will provide at the end. Yes. And like how we always say, if you guys don't have any stories, but you guys have any kind of like recurring uh, dreams, recurring... Ooh, dreams. That's uh, a good one. Things that you see uh, and you mentally have an image of these things and can verbally describe or type down and describe it with full detail and you would like these things brought into paper form... <laughs> Go ahead and uh, send us an email or some kind of description of it, and we'll try our best to manifest that thing into actual, you know, drawings, and we will put them up on, on our, our Instagram, right? Yeah, we have an Instagram. And a Facebook, right? We have a Facebook. Um, I need to activate my Facebook profile again to get that page back up. Yes, we are all currently <laughs> social media overload with everything that's going on, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm going to try to force these two to get back into it. I'm going to be looking up topics and mm-hmm. stuff like that since I have more time on my hands now. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, because this is a lot of fun. I, I love this. Yes. And so the, the email that you could send it to is letschatparanormal at gmail.com. And then you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at paranormal.chat. Um, if you could send your uh, stories, you could send photos if you want to, us to share on the Instagram and the Facebook page. Um, I've had some people share photos with me before, and I want to get them on the fucking podcast because <laughs> those goddamn photos scared the fuck out of me. And, uh, really? I'd like to yes. add another note on it right oh, now. Wow. It seems to be a nice resurgence of. Uh, spooky stuff. Uh, what What's the date for today? Uh, Today's the... 26th? Yeah, 26th. 26th. So I've been seeing a lot of stuff on the net about Nessie. Nessie, <laughs> Nessie popping back up. Uh, oh, shit, Nessie. UFOs, all this kind of stuff. So if there's any Nessie aficionados out there and UFO <laughs> tin foil hat guys uh, or gals, I want to hear from you guys. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Please no conspiracy theories about the 5G. pandemic. No 5G. <laughs> 5G. 5G too. Hey, also, I, I don't... That's just the catalyst, all right? No. 5G controls no. the robotic birds I, <laughs> that controls the hologram reality. I, really? So, I'm just y'all saying, need to calm down on that. I, it's real. No, or we need to jump on that. No, <laughs> no pandemic, uh, conspiracies, and no uh, no 5G, please. And no, no face mask conspiracies also, please. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, this is not the way O2 works, people. Please stop. <laughs> so, stop, please. Um, Wear your face masks. Also, uh, shout out to Steven for always... I think you've messaged, messaged like two or three times. Because I wear my damn episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Steven. This one's for you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I didn't know we had a dedication. I'm sorry, Steven. This is for you, Steven. Yes. I hope you enjoyed this. <laughs> I hope you made it all the way through. <laughs> but, um, okay, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. And definitely, uh, hopefully, I announce another episode next week, too. Oh, yeah. No, actually, I do have uh, a bunch of... Uh, 
stuff lined up. Like I said, I got plenty of time on my hands now. <laughs> yeah, you got time on your hands. I'm actually getting a couple people. Like, I've taken oh, yeah. it to leave Jennifer on the loop. <laughs> now I'm actually uh, willfully getting people to kind of be like... It's kind of hard yeah. for a guy to, like, approach certain people and be like, hey, you want to talk about creepy stuff? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, anybody that... No, well, it's not any better if I do it because they're like, there's that it, weird girl. <laughs> you know, thank you. Uh, it, it, this is a safe space. Nobody's going <laughs> to chop you up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, hopefully we can get this ball rolling. It can be a lot of fun. Uh, it'll it'll go maybe from, like, a two-person format to, like, a four-person format, you know? But yeah. if he wants to sit in here with us and see what some people have to say and, you know, Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no. I think our, we have uh, our re- our researcher because we do it, but I only do it up to a certain point, enough for a couple <laughs> talking points, not nothing in depth. No, I, yeah, I think this is a good dynamic. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have the experience. Do you have the nothing. scared? <laughs> the scared. I bring nothing to this. <laughs> and then you have the skeptic. You know, so I think it's a good dynamic. I, I think bring. I bring the. Dynamic. I believe everything. <laughs> So, okay, guys. Again, uh, email us at letschatparanormal at gmail.com. Follow us, like us at paranormal.chat on Instagram and Facebook. And make sure to give us a like and subscribe and all of that good stuff on iTunes and any other platform that you listen to your podcasts on. All right. Have a good night. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.